You're listening to the Ambition Incubator podcast, and I'm your host, Deirdre Morrison. I'll be sharing some bite-sized brain science, thought-provoking questions, and mind-bending ideas about how our brains work, change, learn, and adapt, and how we can use the knowledge emerging from the field of neuroscience to open up new possibilities and make the progress we want in all areas of our lives. If you have a great business idea, but hate the idea or processes behind selling, then this episode is definitely for you. Today, it's my privilege to have time to chat with Ari Galper, the world's number one authority on trust-based selling and the creator of Unlock the Game, a new sales mindset approach that overturns the notion of selling as we know it today. With so much technology now central to how we sell, authenticity and trust have taken a back seat in the sales process. So let's hear some thoughts and wisdom from Ari on the issue of sales, which is still mission critical to any business. Good morning, Ari. Uh, but I guess it's not good morning for you, is it? It's evening here in Sydney. Evening in Sydney, Australia. That is, um, yep. Yeah, thank you very much for staying on a little bit late to to do this sure. for us. And uh, I am so intrigued and so excited to be talking to you about this because from my experience talking with people, it does seem to be a stumbling block for many otherwise amazing businesses and ventures that they come to this thing. And I guess people have had this experience of being sold to in a way that has left them feeling awful or hard done by, and they don't want to recreate that for their customers or clients. But you've got a specialism with trust-based selling, and that just seems like a really great way to go. It seems like the way the world needs to go. Can you tell me a bit about that? Sure. So for the last 20 years, I've been focusing on helping business owners and entrepreneurs not play the sales games everybody hates, meaning not chasing ghosts, not pursuing people, not having it rejected. All the things we hate about selling comes from the 1980s when we were taught to, to persuade people, to convince people, to give, to do free consulting free coaching in the hope that they'll find us so valuable to just sign up with us. But of course, that doesn't work very well these days. So I invented a new approach where it's a mindset shift where the goal is not to focus on the sale, but to focus on deep trust with people, authenticity, where they feel that you care about them and you focus specifically on their issues, help them amplify the issues, to own the issues. They feel like they, they say to themselves, oh, she just gets me. She understands me. There's something about her that's just so different. If you can create that magic in your sales process, you can become so successful as long as you're open-minded to let go in the old way of selling. Mm. What are the normal ways of starting to get onto this idea of trust-based selling? Because I guess a lot of people have still come through the old school way where, you know, it's like uh, you barrage people with uh, emails three times a day and then, you know, you follow up and yep. you follow up and you you just drive them nuts and eventually yep. you, you become a repelling machine. So what's what's the alternative way to come at this? Well, there's a few myths we have to go through first to clean out the mental hard drive people have been conditioned over the years. And one of those myths is, is you're probably familiar with this one, it's the sales is a numbers game. That the more contacts you make, the more sales you're supposed to make. Well, we discovered this economy now, it's not about how many contacts you make anymore. It's about how deep you go on each conversation, mm -hmm. how good you are at trust building, not how, many, how good you are, how many contacts you make. Mm 
That's the first myth you have to get dispelled. The second myth is the idea that the sale is lost at the end of the process. I'm sure you've been there before. You had a deal pending or opportunity. It looked really good. It all was fantastic. At the end, it just fell through. It just kind of disappeared on you. You wonder, like, what happened? Why didn't it work out? Well, we discovered the sale is not lost anymore at the end of the process. It's now lost at the beginning. It's lost at hello. Mm. I'll give you an example. If someone calls your office tomorrow morning and you pick up the phone and you hear, hi, my name is, I'm with, we are a, what goes through your mind in about three seconds? I have things to do. <laughs> do I have to listen to this? <laughs> it's over at hello, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it is. So I'll make the case today that many of your listeners may not be outbound calling, but they are losing their opportunities, not at the end of the process. They're losing it at the beginning, mm. at hello. Okay, so how do they plug that hole? Well, it starts with, first of all, being willing to shift your thinking away from your objective, from your agenda, from your sale, mm. and focusing only on their issues. It's almost like a doctor-patient relationship, mm -hmm. where you're the doctor and they're the patient. Mm -hmm. when, you, when, you, when you meet with a doctor, they don't try and become your friend. They don't try to build a relationship with you. They don't try and get to know you better. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what they do? They say to you, they say, Deidre, where does it hurt? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how it begins. And you say right here, my shoulder. They say, let me take a look. Is it over here? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I think you need to get an x-ray right away mm -hmm. and an MRI to really identify what the source of the problem is so we can figure out how to solve it. Mm -hmm. And what do you say? That sounds good. They do an x-ray. They show you the problem. And they make the recommendation to solve it. And then you say, thank you so much. You feel relieved to know that somebody has finally mm -hmm. addressed the issue, even though it's not solved yet. Yeah. But you have a sense of relief that you can trust this person to, to take the next steps to solve the problem. That's the same metaphor that we apply with trust-based selling. Where when you meet with someone on a phone call or a Zoom call for a first conversation, your goal is not to build a relationship with them. Your goal is to diagnose their problem. Think about it. They don't want to become your friend. They don't want to get to know you better. They only want their problem solved. And what do we do? We try and be friendly. How's mm. it going? Nice to meet you. We do all these social yeah. activities that are irrelevant to the process of helping them solve their problem. And that muddies the water. That's why doctors don't become your friend because they know if they cross social norms, and business norms, you won't comply with them. They're mm -hmm. smart. That's why I tell my clients, you build a relationship with someone after they're a client. That's interesting. Not before they're a client. <laughs> they are. I guess there's a difference, though, as well, then, between that, you know, that friendly effusiveness that we're sort of told to, to have now and actually being empathetic um, to that person who has presented themselves to us, that who has given us this opportunity to listen to them. And there was a phrase that you used that first conversation we had, Ari, and I have been, it's been, it's gone straight into my top 10 of quotes. And it's, I think you said something like, it's not about shouting louder, it's about listening harder. Correct. And that seems to be a really key part of this. Is that right? Yes. The real key on this is being authentic and being present. Present means you're not hearing. Hearing's passive. Listening is active. When you're actively mm. focusing in on their world, and I tell my clients, I tell them, fall out of love with your solution 
and fall in love with your client's problems. Mm. And that's so hard. You, it is hard because we're so wedded. So we're, see, we're, our identity is so attached to what our solution is. When someone says, what do you do? We say, I'm a coach. That's our solution. Mm -hmm. What we don't say is, I help entrepreneurs solve three problems. One, two, three. See, because mm -hmm. we've been brought up to believe that our identity is our solution. We have to change that to realize your identity is the problems you help your clients solve. And that's what becomes the way you communicate with them. And, and you have to have, yes, you have to have bedside manner like a doctor, empathy and warmth. Of course, we're not suggesting not being, uh, you know, connect with them. But what we're suggesting here is you have to let go of your own agenda. I'll give you an example. My son, Toby, when he was born, we were told that he had Down syndrome. And at first, we had no idea what that meant to our lives. We really had a gift on our hands. I wrote a book about Toby, and it's uh, called Lessons from Toby. And he taught me about authenticity, being present, letting go of the moment, and full of love, and really helping people. And that's the real key is how he is, as I learned from him, is that I'm teaching my clients now to be able to be present with people 100% because they can tell when you're listening, but you're not with them. They can tell when you're on the next step in your back of your mind. You're saying to yourself, mm -hmm. ooh, you're qualified. This could be a client. I'm so excited. Well, you try and listen carefully, <laughs> but your voice goes to the next step already. Yeah. And they know that they know that within seconds and it's over right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... um. I guess they, they, it, it does feel like a trap when you're in that position, doesn't it? It's like, why am I having this conversation with somebody? Why am I actually, why am I opening up to somebody who is just trying to take something rather than give something? That's right. People don't open up to other people who they sense have a hidden agenda. Mm. And if you yeah. don't shift your thinking to let go of your next step in your process, You'll be caught out. So do, do you still have a process and steps then if this is the Absolutely. The we way. have a framework. Yeah, I'm working on a new book right now called The One Call Sale. It's going to map right. that out. And I figured out a way to compress your sales cycle from multiple steps into one single conversation with somebody. That's going to put a lot of funnel sellers out of business, isn't it? <laughs> it sure will. And it's going to clear up a lot of space in people's email inboxes. This this sounds like a good thing, Ari. Tell me more. Well, the whole uh, assuming you have somebody who's qualified and you have a scheduled call with them, we have a process and a roadmap that we teach our clients how to basically build enough trust in that conversation with them, where they feel comfortable mm. giving a yes or a no on the actual call, without pressure, without mm -hmm. clothing, without awkwardness at all. And the way it works, oh. the, the first phase of that, you feel relief already. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the magic answer, doesn't it? It, it sounds like a, it, it sounds, sounds like a dream. too good to be true is what it sounds like. Mm. If you're so used to, it's like if you're being used to being abused by somebody else, it's very hard to imagine a life of not being that way. It's the same mm. idea. We've been so conditioned to be rejected, to avoid tension, to avoid pressure, that we can't imagine a world where we can connect with people at hello and trust is created and money is exchanged. But it can happen if you shift your thinking and you follow our process around the idea of what we call 
going below the iceberg with somebody. What that means is when they share with you their issues, you have to go unpack their issues with them, amplify the issues with them, and help them identify the impact of how it's affecting them and asking this one question. And here it is. The question is to them, is this a priority for you mm-hmm. to solve once and for all? Or are you happy to live with it and let it go for now? And I'm okay either way. Yeah, that is a good question, isn't it? Because that uh, that ties in so much with where our attention is. That's where our energy is and so on. That, you know, we are actually only going to work or want to fix something that is taking up that bandwidth for us, that is excluding our other possibilities because we need to solve that. Yes. Mm. I mean, think about it. They have a problem. You have a solution. Straight line of sight. What gets mm. in the middle of that? that makes it get all messed up. Us. We get in the middle, we start to give value, educate, do free consulting, free coaching, relationship building. It all gets messy from there. We end up chasing mm-hmm. what I call ghosts. People who have who so interest but never call us back. And then we start hating selling sales. We hide behind mm-hmm. Facebook and LinkedIn with people connecting because we're afraid of the rejection of talking to people. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's like such a, a core kind of emotional thing for us, isn't it? This yeah. idea that, you know, if, if we're rejected, it means that we don't, we don't belong. We're, we're out, we're cast out. And that is just such a painful feeling for people. So Correct. yeah. That's why people are so afraid to engage again. Mm-hmm. And I guess the more rejections you get, because you have done this inauthentic selling, the right. less you want to do it. So it's, it's a very negative downward spiral, isn't it? Correct. And then what happens is you say to yourself, I don't like selling. I don't want to do it. And then what happens? Mm-hmm. Your income goes down and you struggle. Yeah. Mm. Um, I noticed as well that you had uh, a one hour free webinar on your website, Ari. Would that be somewhere that you would recommend people start? I would recommend if this intrigues you and, and resonates with you, I would recommend going to unlockthegame.com and taking the free intro course there. Uh, mm. It really is me doing a, a keynote talk on this topic of examples and stories. And if it resonates with you, then reach out to us because I really believe that trust is a new currency. And if you aren't learning how to build trust with people, what you're doing at the relationship building, it's not the same thing because relationship building and trust building are mutually exclusive. They are separate. Mm. They're not the same anymore. So you have to learn a new skill. If you're willing to start again, and for those mm-hmm. of you who've been in sales for a long time, this will require a little, little detoxing. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Um, I mean, it, it really does seem to me like what you're saying is is a shift from a, a sort of a very competitive, um, sort of fear-based approach, you yeah. know, where it's all about, I need to get, it's, it's, it's about need. It comes from a place of lack, doesn't it? Yeah. To a place of, right, okay, what can I contribute? What can I do that is... That is about innovating, that is about helping, that is about um, integrating with people rather than actually just sort of, it's it's not so much transactional as, as, as transformational. Would that be right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See, what we do unconsciously is we put ourselves in the middle of the process. We try and prove to somebody that we're credible. We try to show mm-hmm. them our value. We try and fill our own void. Of, sh- of showing someone else that we're worthy. We put ourselves mm. in the process. That's what ruins the whole thing. 
This yeah. is a total letting go of you. Of your that name. is that is the best description, I think, of approaching um, a sales process that I have probably ever heard. And I have heard a few of them at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, I really love that. So let me see. Um, the Again, the, the idea of the trust as a currency. Yeah. Can we extrapolate anything further from that analogy? Um, you know, if, if it's a currency, how do we build it? How do we work out what the exchange rate is for it? Where where do we go from there with this idea of it as a currency? Well, we start with making sure you're only talking to your ideal clients, your ideal market, mm. the people who can afford your fees and the people who resonate with your message. That's like number one step in the process of monetized trust in the society today. If you're targeting people that are not your ideal fit, well, you can't even start the process from there. So it starts with that. Then from there, you want to engage your market around the three or four core problems that you believe you can help them solve. You don't market yourself. You don't market your business. You market the problems that your market's having right now. Mm -hmm. If you do an ad, the headline might be, are you having this problem? Question mark. That's how you market your business using the problems that your customers are having right now not promoting mm. your business. So it's reverse engineering from their point of view to your point of view, not the reverse. Mm. Yeah, one of the things that I've come across, which doesn't sit well with me at all, and I'm, uh, I don't know where this either fits into or is thrown out of your process, but there seems to be um, a lot of agitation and I know that that's a word that is used in kind of formula for marketing. But yes, you identify a, a pain point for somebody and really make it sound a whole lot worse than it is. Um, that just doesn't really feel good either. What, what's going on there? Is that necessary? Tell me more about what you mean by that. So, for instance, if you have got uh, somebody whose life has probably been OK, but, you know, you get this uh, this this little niggle that they've got and then it, you know you've got a whole marketing campaign or a strategy and it's like targeting and retargeting and you know eventually they think oh you know what actually yeah that that this thing is on my mind of course it's on your mind because you've been getting all these uh, campaign things coming through to you about it um yeah that well i guess that that is that that is a breach of trust in in and i'm answering my own question here i suppose that really doesn't Look, i think i have no problem with funnel marketing and retargeting as long as the message hmm. resonates with the end user. It's the message of the key, not the medium. Mm -hmm. See, on LinkedIn right now, on LinkedIn right now, what are people doing in their inboxes with other people? They're, they're spamming. They're sending messages and sign up here. And they're taking the same sales process they did offline and putting it where? Online. Mm -hmm. The channel, the message is not changing. But the channel is just expanding. We're going to change our approach and then apply mm. the channels. Right now, most people are using the old approach and new channels. Yeah. I suppose it takes a, a certain amount of courage as well to step away from these tried and tested, yes. in inverted commas, um, approaches. You know, that these are the things that the people who have succeeded in business already have used and therefore um, to 
I guess, diverge from that seems like a risky proposition for somebody, especially if they're quite new to the game. Yeah, very much so. I think mm. the real key now is you have to be open to the idea that people know the sales game at hello. They can sense when you're not with them. Now, they'll be nice to you and keep talking to you, but what they won't tell you is the truth. Mm. And your goal with our approach is the truth and not the sale. Mm. Your goal is to see if you're a fit with them or not. And when mm. you have that way of thinking, people resonate with you because they can tell that you are in there, you are present with them. Yeah. Yeah. So be yourself and help people. Is that is that what well, this is coming down to? That, but it's also be laser focused on their issues and know how to help them understand them better and help them ROI or impact the issues and help ask the question, is mm. it a priority for you to solve or not? And then from there, yeah. you onboard somebody. Yeah, I, I, as I said, Ari, I think this is just, this is a real game changer for a lot of people who have been taking a back seat on promoting their businesses and getting out there and yeah. um, doing the thing. So, I, I mean, just so many of the people I meet and talk to are in this boat of, um, you know, yeah. they have something great. They have experiences, they have products, they have um, resources, and they are sitting on their hands because yeah. they don't want to be in this position of inauthenticity, of uh, forced conversations and forced sales. Correct. So this really does seem like the answer for and the way forward for so many people. So absolutely, I would 100% like to see more people taking this approach and, uh, you know, signing up and learning what it is that you're doing. And I'll certainly be <laughs> coming over to check out the books and the courses and all the rest of it um, and seeing how we can share that with people. Fantastic. Ari, is, is there anything else that um, you would like to just top that off with? I, I would just say stop selling yourself. Instead, build trust with someone else. There are two separate things altogether. Mm. I think that is uh, that is a fantastic summary of uh, of this conversation. Thank you so much, Ari. That has been fantastic beyond belief, and I am really, really delighted to have had this opportunity to talk to you again. And uh, no doubt we will do so again at some point soon. Everybody else, the notes in the um, in the little box at the end of the thing will have all the details. And so you'll be able to find Ari's website and his books and any other information that you will need from, from that this morning. Thank you again. Hey, before you go, I want to take a moment to say thanks for tuning into this episode of the Ambition Incubator podcast and just check to make sure you know that you can join me each week for a deep dive, dynamic, collaborative reading of some business classics. You'll find all the information you need when you register for free at ambitionincubator.com forward slash BBC. I'll see you there.